Yo, what's up? Welcome to another atypical episode of Demo Listen. If this is your first episode of the podcast, don't let it be. Go back and listen to a different episode because we're in the middle of an, uh, a question mark length series right now in which we are going back through uh, through the back catalog of accumulated submissions that we've had over the course of uh, the last couple months and, and trying to catch up a little bit. We're, uh, we're calling it the hell week, but in reality for Nate and I, it's a, a single evening of hell. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, I guess we always state that we just really like punk and hardcore, but sometimes we wonder about that and we'll probably hate it by the time we're done <laughs> yeah for sure so um i'm not really going to provide any more context on this uh you know like i said if this is uh if this is the first episode that you've ever listened to this is not the place to start go start on one of our typical episodes anybody else who's still listening uh you already know the drill so i don't think i need to uh provide any further explanation for what we're doing here we're just gonna jump right into it we've already got all the uh we got, we got all the banter out of the way up top on the last episode so we don't we don't really have anything else that we need to throw into the ring as of right now if there are any uh exciting developments as per recording i'll i'll keep you all abreast of that but until such a time let's just uh let's just dive right in if uh, if you're not opposed to it nate no let's do it i got a belly full of uh Hot pockets, and I'm feeling rejuvenated and ready to go. I carved up again another round of pasta, and uh, I'm good to go now, too. All right, beautiful. I think that's we'll just eat uh, like 800 calories of okay. food, and then we'll do 10 bands, and then 800 <laughs> calories of food, and then 10 bands. Yeah, I've got uh, I've got some like uh, taquitos and some like taco taco triangles down in the freezer that are calling my name too so when we get through the next one i'll go i'll go pick one of those tomorrow i'm gonna have to run extra miles that's for sure yeah so first up we have got ask with their 2021 demo this is a submission by john fett um you'll notice that uh this, oh, this is actually, okay, this is the first John Fett uh, submission of the episode, but uh, or of the series, but there's there's going to be two on this episode. Um, so the Bandcamp is askhc.bandcamp.com. I realized on the last episode I was forgetting to plug the Bandcamps. Um, <clears throat> I got to say, just at first gla- glance, um, judging a book entirely by its cover, this looks... Um, not, not not really looking forward to it. This, this looks wholly unappealing to me. Uh, the presentation aesthetically is like boring and bland and incredibly low effort. And I got to say, man, like, you know, especially in 2021 where I think like we should all assume like I, I think like operating within this space where it's like more taboo and frowned upon than ever to not be anti-racist and pro-consent and pro-queer and celebrate and celebratory of diversity. Now, less than ever, do you need to announce that on your band campaign? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And like, yeah, I, I'm with all those ideas, but like, I think we can have like a general operating assumption of good faith in our small community that unless like somebody is out and out, like, not with these things, we're probably all on the same page with it. You know what I'm saying? I feel that way too. And I kind of wish that it was like the norm that if you weren't with those things, we just knew. Just tell us. (laughs) Right. Like I'm anti-consent. Right. Right. Yeah. Most people are, I think. Yeah. Most, Um, most, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it depends who you talk to, right? Sure. Um, You know, I don't know. I'm probably fucking talking on my ass. I'm probably saying something fucking stupid right now. I would say in our, in our, in our like sub, uh, very small subsect of society, probably most of us are like actively 
pro consent and it, it and those who aren't uh typically get outed pretty quick you know what i'm saying yeah. um not to say that there isn't like that these issues aren't endemic to like the punk and hardcore scene because they certainly are but like at least operating at face value all of us are, are pretty much on the same page here so it, it's kind of why like i'm always at least i don't like it right but at least i'm uh thankful when somebody just comes out and says like, you know, I hate, mm, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. It's like, all right, thanks. Thanks for letting me know. And now I know not to fuck with you. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't yeah, have yeah. to do any detective work here. Right? right. I don't have to get fucking, I don't have to get all uh, worried about, you know, what it is you're into or into and like read the tea leaves. You just told me that you hate. Mm, so I know. <laughs> right. Yeah, 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 for sure. And like, I don't know, man, there's just, uh, I, I've kind of always been this way. Like, to varying degrees because i think there are tasteful ways to do it but like uh i don't know man i just i don't need i don't need like every punk or, or hardcore band to have like a a fucking press release about their fucking political and social ideologies um so uh let's just jump into these uh thematic songs about personal stances mental health struggles and their shared disgust of white supremacy so this is just one track yeah sure so that's another strike against them <laughs> like i said there's nothing here that adds up to anything i'm interested in um but of course um john you know john big ups it so <laughs> let's uh let's just jump right in and we'll trust our intuition to to distinguish when the uh first song ends so we're gonna listen to a song name of what off of the 2021 demo by the band ask from michigan <laughs> Okay, so we listened to one 
maybe two, but I think it was just one song off of uh, the 2021 demo by Ask. And so the way I'm going to describe this, I'm going to use you know a term that we use both um, pejoratively and also sometime, sometimes as a compliment, right? Um, but this is sort of like strictly speaking, like basement music. Yes, you know what I mean. Absolutely. Like, and 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 in this sense, I, I guess I do use it more and as a pejorative, um, in the sense that it's just like this. This will never escape the confines of the punk basement. You know what I mean? And it's and it's the only space in which this music is like truly appreciated. And and make no mistake, you can find uh, legions of folks, maybe less so now than once than there once were, but but still can find legions of folks who who really get down with this kind of stuff and you know by kind of classifying this broadly as like basement music i also mean it it sits in that sort of like nebulous space that kind of like dark crusty crust informed plotting hardcore has occupied since like sometime in the 90s like this easily could have come out with like a different production quality not even quality but just characteristics uh because the quality was fittingly lo-fi but just like different sort of uh character like sonic characteristics this easily could have like existed in 1997 just as much as it could have 2021 you know what i mean And, and um and and when you see this band in a basement and especially if they're a band local to you you know, you're a young kid, especially you probably fuck with it. I mean, there's nothing like glaringly wrong about what we just heard. Um, it's it, like I said, it, it occupies a very nebulous space where it's drawing a, a lot of sort of disparate influences and putting them in this nonetheless, like highly recognizable stew. If you're somebody who's kind of existed in these spaces for, um, you know, decades at this point, like, like both of us have. So, um, yeah, I don't have anything terribly bad to say about it it's just sort of like it's a very sort of flash in the pan like hyper subculture specific form of of hardcore um that like doesn't interest me on, on pretty much any level but i'm also not like offended by you know yeah so i was when we were listening to this especially with um part a with vocalist a yeah i was thinking okay so this is the sort of stuff that is fun to play and it's just more um, cathartic on a personal level for the people in the band. It's not really, I mean, you know, this isn't really, I guess, crafted with the intent of the listener in mind. Sure. Yeah. To me. Yeah. Um, it seems like to me, um, it's not, you know, it's not really crafted to be a fucking a slapper, so to speak. Right. Um, it's just crafted to, you know, work your own fucking shit out and yell into a mic and vent. Right. Right. I will say that when part B with vocalist B came in, I liked that part. Yeah. Um, and I liked how they kind of went out almost on a dead guy esque sort of way in the end. Yeah, kind of. Um, I kind of feel like if this had a little better production, we might think a lot differently about it. Maybe. Maybe. I and I, um, I definitely liked as you classified it part B a lot. A lot more, but I also think that sort of like disjointed component of of the of the song and like having there just be sort of like this part that I felt was as you described not designed to be a banger, and then a, a back half that was like more far more of a banger, and it was like chuggier and it had a more '90s quality to it. To me, mm-hmm. this like so much about this, including the sort of like hard on your sleeve wearing our beliefs right up front this is like this is like very ebullition in in essence you know what i mean yep i can feel that and and so that so i think that 
sonically, this was fine. I agree with just about everything he said. Um, I do think, though, that maybe we're our, our, our judgment is being a little bit clouded, just unlike the preloaded aspect that hearts are very much on their sleeves here. And, you know, both of that, that, that kind of gets an eye roll for me anymore. Sure, yeah, yeah. It, I, it's funny, like, I go back and forth, right? Because totally. sometimes I'm happy, as we've talked about before, sometimes I'm happy to see it, right? Sure. But I'm just so fucking burned from, like, the culture wars of literally fucking everything. Yeah. See, from the past, like, four years, but especially the past fucking 18 months. Like, I'm just so fucking burned. I'm so fucking burned of, like, everybody wearing their fucking cultural fucking slogan and then whatever tribe it is they fucking belong to yeah. on a T-shirt or a tattoo or your fucking car or your fucking kid's name. You know the baby fucking oh, yeah. billboard in town here that puts names up on it? Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. I saw there was a kid up there. His name was Riker, R-H-Y-K-E-R, <laughs> Rain, R-E-I-G-N, dude. Riker Rain. You fucking know that that dude, that that dude's parents, as especially the dad, as full as a full grown adult, aspires to be fucking Frank Castle. Oh, absolutely, yes, <laughs> yes, right, yeah. I saw another truck in one of our local fucking, you know, intellectual hubs up here in Northeast Indiana. Some huge fucking like 4500 series fucking like Chevy or Dodge diesel with dual wheels in the back. All painted fucking like military digital camo, fucking dually wheels, fucking, you know, stack exhaust pipes in the back. Just a pavement queen that had like American flags and then like the Punisher. (laughs) And this is, this is driven by an adult. This is not, this is not like, you know, a fucking GI Joe car for an idiot. Right. right? Yeah. And I'm just so fucking on the, on the flip side of it, man, I don't give a fuck that you love your dog. Right. You know, if you got a dog, you ought to. And if you don't, you shouldn't have a fucking dog. (laughs) Right. right? I don't give a, I, I don't, I don't give a fuck that like, you know, I don't give a fuck that, like, you know, you put a little sign in front of your house and you talk about how, like, science is real and love is this and love. Who gives a fuck, right? Why don't you burn your fucking house down, right? <laughs> yeah, I for sure. I'm just, I'm just fucking sick of it. I'm so fucking sick of it. So this sort of shit just gets a huge fucking eye roll for me anymore because, honestly, like, yes, I definitely, I definitely identify with... um. I guess we'll say certain um, factions in the culture wars that they are all consuming right now, sure. right? But frankly, if I have my finger in the button, I just get rid of all of you anyway. Yeah, absolutely. That, I, I think I'm just I'm like deeply burnt on everybody's like loud and proud cultural signifiers. And, yeah, I just don't give a shit, right? And and we definitely vacillate both of us back and forth on this, just depending on the era. Because I, I do I remember actually a very specific instance when we, we were, talked about this, not like before right yeah. Bef- in the before times right yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we talk about this very thing sometimes it's really refreshing to see a band's coming off with something that's fucking say right yeah and i still think that but like i don't know there's a line where it it it, it, it goes from being all right rad that's about real things to all right, all right yeah I, I fucking get it right? sure you care about shit right right and and like we you know years ago i think pt was playing a show with like with cloud rat um up in oh up, and up somebody in, in the band is wearing someone in this in the band photo here is wearing a cloud rat shirt oh okay word okay so it makes sense uh but yeah we were playing with cloud rat years ago who are homies of ours and um 
and it was up in Michigan. And this, I mean, this was years and years ago. I mean, this was probably, you know, like 10, years t- 10 years ago. Yeah. A decade ago, maybe a little bit more. And, um, <clears throat> and they were talking about something like veganism or something, you know what I mean? And they were like, Ma- Madison was like, and Rorick at the time, who I think is less so now, but st- still to some extent, they were like impassioned, you know what I mean? I mean, they were like, seriously, they were into it. And both of us were like, you know what? you know, as, as somewhat corny as it is, like, this is refreshing. Like you don't see this that much anymore, but now, yeah, in the, in the intervening decade, um, everybody, I mean, we've talked it to death on this show, but everybody has a fucking like sticker. You know what I'm saying? Everyone has a t-shirt and it's just like, I, I get it, man. I just, I'm so, so burnt on the phenomenon in general that I, uh, (laughs) I just, I, I can't engage with it. On, on most uh, see but i also recall like yeah I, I don't doubt your fucking feelings on veganism and shit but a lot of those bands also played with a fucking dog in the room <laughs> no um, dude and, no, they made and a, we didn't they, and we didn't the, the, uh, cloud rat made a big stink about that that's when the, i made a big fucking stink about that and i said i am not playing until you get that fucking dog out of you here di- you and did. people got mad because i was being the police and i'm like i'm not fucking playing until you get that fucking dog out of here and if you don't get the dog out of here then we don't fucking play so fuck it who gives a shit <laughs> yeah no for sure I know I I'm I'm totally with you on that. I'm just saying we weren't the only ones. I I I think I think Madison and Rourke were were totally with us on that. But uh, yeah, the crust punk at the show claimed that his dog had like been to more shows than all of us posers, and we were all like, "Well, that's concerning then for your fucking animal's health." Yeah, get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Yeah, he he was taken outside, and then he like burst back into the show and was like, "You know what? Fuck all you motherfuckers." Yeah. yeah, it was a good night. Hopefully, he's dead by now. Oh, I'm sure he is. Fucking, uh, hopefully, hopefully not, not even remembered by his closest loved ones. Um, no, I don't even, I don't even feel bad about shit like that. And that see, okay, okay, okay. Eleven bands in, we're turning. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, Eleven bands in, we're turning. Like we were pretty upbeat on the last episode. Yeah, this is fucking great. And now. I, I have definitely felt a switch go off in me. And now I'm like, I hope that motherfucker's dead. I don't even give a shit about telling motherfuckers I hope you're dead. Right? Yeah. If it was up to me, I'd kill you all anyway. <laughs> okay, so uh let's uh let's keep it moving. So Next up, we have got the band Saren from Chicago. This was sent in by Michael London, who plays in the band. We had Saren like on one of the first, if not if not the first, one of the first uh, episodes of the podcast. They are uh, a band that that occupies the broadly speaking the kind of the holy terror space of hardcore, um, which is a niche you're either like super into or just kind of like yeah, cool man, do your thing. <laughs> There's uh, I, I don't know a whole lot of people who have like passionate hatred for this stuff. Yeah, at one point, holy terror. Shit was very much my, very much my fucking lane for a brief period of time, and uh, now I pretty much just listen to Integrity and kind of a couple standouts from uh, from that era of you know low fucking the, these 15, 16 years ago now, and not much beyond that. And uh, I think our reaction to Saren was was pretty middling. Like, yeah, man, cool. You guys really like Integrity. Um, you know, you did you did a split with another Holy Terror band that has done splits with Integrity Vegas. They were nice enough to send us a copy of that. They were indeed. Uh, and Michael seems like a super nice dude, and and seems like a dude who uh, gives gives a lot of a fuck about what he's doing and about shit that's happening. 
in the in like the punk and hardcore scene in general. So good for him. Yeah. Um, I will say the the decision to do the fucking like dark gray text. Um, yeah, that was, that's awful. On the black background on the band camp is not one that I endorse. I can't see shit. I just, I just highlighted it. <laughs> yeah, that's like, what like I, I was going to copy paste and I can read it. That's exactly what I did too. So uh, so this is a new song uh, of theirs. He described it as falling in the sort of uh the Gehenna Gehenna camp um I think he also named check department 213 um so let's just jump into it so we're going to listen to 1312 by the band Saren from Chicago Okay, so we just heard 1312 by Saren. Um, I forgot the other band that Michael name-checked in his email was The Endless Blockade. And uh, yeah, I mean, I guess this was actually probably perfectly, that was a perfect description. This was indeed equal parts Apartment 213, Gehenna, and The Endless Blockade. Um, And and I feel pretty much the same way um, about this as I did the first Saren stuff, which is like, yeah, cool, man. You know what I mean? Like, it's... It's fine. It does not uh, offend my sensibilities on on any level. Um, I too hate the police, fellow kid. Um, and uh, it's competently done. The recording on this is significantly better than the recording on the uh, earlier Saren mm-hmm. stuff that we heard. And uh, I got no beef with it. But it, it's not. It's it's also not uh, in my area of of interest at this juncture in my life either. You know what I mean? It's just not. It's just not for me. Uh, I'll, I'll watch this band. I imagine you got a short, sweet set. You probably put on a decent show. Um, if your playing is as tight as the recording suggests it is, you sound good. You know what I mean? I got I got no qualms with this at all. It's just uh, it's just really not for me. You know. I like this musically than better than I like their other stuff. Agreed. Yeah. This is definitely more in my lane. Sure. Um, I mean, I like integrity, just fine, and all that stuff. But like, I I certainly didn't follow like you know holy terror shit like you know you and like some of the other folks like i was like yeah i i I like systems overload too that's a good record yeah um and you know black is curse that's a pretty cool record right yeah um but uh yeah i like this better than i like their other stuff this definitely more up my lane musically i thought it sounded really good um 
man, people are feeling a certain fucking way, man. Days of rage. What are you going to do? Right? Indeed. Indeed. Justifiably um, so. You know, so yeah, justifiably so. Um, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm curious to see what happens. Are you curious? I'm very curious. <laughs> I'm quite curious. Yeah. So, you know. Uh, so there you go. <laughs> that's, 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 that's our feelings about it. Yeah. Not, uh, not bad. Not bad at all. Um, not, not going to buy it, but I'll watch you. I'll book you. Hey, I'll book you in my basement. How about that? Now, that, how, for sure, that would be fun to see in a small confined basement. Yeah, for sure. Um, and and I also thought that the sort of like uh, the chunkier components of this contrasted with the speed uh, very well. I think sometimes there's like really clumsy attempts to fuse those worlds in a way that feels just like two parts were were mashed together without with a uh, little little attention paid to to cohesion. But I thought it was actually executed here with some uh, some admirable expertise. So, so. Um this next thing that's coming up <laughs> yes this had to be submitted to us in jest well yes and no so so this was submitted like, i've never heard these bands i've heard that name uh-huh. uh see you space cowboy but why, why would i listen to a band called that <laughs> yeah so so the the very first see you space cowboy stuff i I understood the appeal of as as a person who comes from the midwest where the form that they were doing was like not it was it was having a moment when i first started going to shows in like the early 2000s and it was in the lineage of sort of like uh it was in the lineage of like zeo-esque metalcore um that was like heavy on breakdowns and like kind of channeling like melodeath riffs in there um and it was fine but like didn't really stand the test of time and see you space cowboy was like channeling a a highly sort of like era and even region specific form that i thought was interesting when they started just because i was like man it's it's interesting to to watch like things i never thought would return to the fold and be in vogue again somehow like being referenced by a band of like 20 somethings but um they they quickly kind of like moved down the uh the quote-unquote sass core um path and and lost my interest entirely so yeah and we've established I, I i literally have no idea what the fuck <laughs> yes no yeah it's not real um so but that's not actually the band that we're, we're going to listen to it's not the band that was submitted to us so the band that we actually had submitted to us was uh is the band if i die first and this was submitted by chad textbooks so we've had textbooks music on the show before it's well documented how we feel about it but i like chad as an individual just fine his Music tastes are uh, questionable at best, at best. On a good day, uh, they are questionable. On a bad day, they're truly like chin, head scratching, uh, perplexing. This, this falls in that category. This is, um, this is literally like, like I, I, so my knowledge of it, because I think I saw like one clip of their first like music video when this band first came out. It's like grown adults um, who I know the band is comprised of like, soundcloud rappers and producers um making like early mid 2000s like mall screamo music so so it's yeah it's 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 so far out of my fucking yeah like realm right yeah this is this is literally i mean they they're making the kind of kind of music that i quite literally like bullied 
uh, fellow kids for listening to when I was in high school, like legitimately bullied them. Like I was a menace to like these types of people. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's beyond my realm of comprehension, right? <laughs> right. It's, it's like, it's like a horror from a Lovecraft story. <laughs> right. Yes, exactly. Yeah. This was, this was something that I found like so deeply repellent as a child that, uh, I probably, I probably was like a, a major stressor to some students in my school because of how relentlessly I oh, clowned you were, them. You were problematic. Oh, I, <laughs> that, that, that doesn't even begin to describe my fucking behavior in high school. <laughs> so, um, let's listen to, uh, let's listen to If I Die First. The only song that they have available off of this split with CU Space Cowboy is the last one. Um, there's two songs of theirs on here. So we're going to listen to My Nightmares Would Do Numbers as horror movies.
Okay, so <clears throat> I'm not going to do this band the service of even repeating their name. Or I, I was, dude. I, I I'm going to be straight with you right now. Uh-huh. I didn't listen to the whole thing. <laughs> I stopped about uh, a minute, like a minute twenty five in. Yeah. So so I'm like if for all my bluster, I I am an incredibly live and let live person when it comes down to it, when it really gets down to it at the end of the day. And like, you like what you like, man. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. Do your thing. I don't really care. But like, truly, you should be, this is, openly enjoying this is more shameful than being an out and proud pedophile. I was going to tell you right now, this is, this is, one of these men mm-hmm. is going to fuck a kid. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Right? This is music written by men looking to cream pie in some <laughs> questionably aged country. <laughs> Which is a, an excellent callback to the last episode of this series, if you've not listened to that yet. But yeah, for sure, man. Like, I, I mean, I know that that's pretty fucking boomer. No, I'm telling you right now. Yeah, absolutely, man. I'm just looking at him. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Just looking at him. That it sounded like children singing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Right. Yeah. Fuck off. I, I, I'm not even giving this. I, I feel bad. I even gave it a minute and thirty of my fucking time. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, this, uh, you should, you should genuinely be embarrassed of yourself if you like this, and if you make, and, and, and watch, if you make watch, it, you should be on a fucking list. And watch your fucking news feed, because I guarantee you, I guarantee you. <laughs> It's going to show up someday. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So on that note, let's move on to something I, I already know I'm going to fucking like. So um, this is something I, I knew was out for a little bit now. I just haven't gotten around to listening to it because, uh, A, there's been a lot of good stuff coming out uh, this year that I've been consuming, and B, uh, you know, just a, just a busy man. Um, yeah. So this is Liquids, Life is Pain, Idiot, new LP from uh, – one of one of my favorite bands in, out of the out of the whole like NWI weirdo scene features Mark Winter, who is like the mastermind of basically all of my favorite bands. And if you like this the stuff, mysterious Mark Winter, right? All if if you like this stuff, also all of your favorite bands from that particular scene. A very polarizing scene. Uh, I I have some friends who um, who not only scoff at that entire. That entire sort of like core nucleus of people making this shit, but actually like uh, wish ill upon them. Um, I I pretty much without fail like everything that they make. So yeah, pretty much. I'm a sucker for it, man. Yep. And, and you know what? It's uh, punker than you. <laughs> you know, there's no no doubt about that whatsoever. You know what I mean? It's punker than you, man. Yeah, and if it's making you mad, um, you know what I mean. And at it's the, working. It's 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 working. You know, um, and and I'm a sucker for the kind of music that bands like this are drawing from too. Like, yeah, dude. I mm-hmm. at the end of the day, um, I guess I'm just like the college art punk at heart because yeah, man, I like suburban lawns and I like the bands that are aping suburban lawns. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, I've been a sucker for this kind of shit since I was a fucking kid. I like wire. What what do you want from me? So right. um let's uh I guess let's just jump in. Let's just jump at the beginning. Um 
it's you know the song lengths are are not super consistent they range from down to a minute up to like three um but uh you know let's uh a minute and five seconds is probably a is probably a, a decent enough uh sample of what you're going to get from an liquids lp so we're just going to listen to the first song on hit on this we're going to hear when you were born you should have died by liquids off of their lp life is pain idiot There you go. All right. So we just heard when you were born, you should have died by liquids off life is pain, idiot. And so I I guess I get it. Like if you have a deep personal beef with like this scene, which I understand, like it's uh, my experience on the periphery of this kind of stuff is that the the people in it are often like purposely obtuse and unapproachable in a way that doesn't feel cool, just feels kind of lame and whack. Uh, And I get it, you know, maybe that's off putting enough to you that you can't engage with the music. And I guess fair enough, but like straight up, I, if you like punk music, I, yeah, like there. That's so. It's, it's, it's so got, good. It's got man. everything you like, it's right? So it's good. so fucking good. It's, it's so it's good. catchy. It's fun. It's snotty. It's fucking sarcastic, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's got, and that's the fucking point. Like, yo, punk ain't supposed to be your best fucking friend, right? Right. Yeah. You know? And 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 give I, it give it a little fucking nastiness, and it doesn't. And by that, I don't mean like you know. So my only other, the only other association I have with hardcore in Northwest Indiana is that is the fucking polar opposite. Of sure. This. Yeah. Beat down stuff. Yeah. And, and yo, that shit ain't cool. No, not at all. And those dudes suck. Like say what you will about people being, you know, like, like, you know, uh, just off putting and, uh, I guess aloof. Right, right. Sure. But those dudes suck. <laughs> yes. Largely. Yeah. Right. Like largely they suck and the music sucks and it's horrible. It's not fun. Um, it just sucks. And I don't know. This is better. I'd rather have a jerk fucking tell me how much I suck um, playing songs like this than, uh, you know, some dude tell me how he's going to kick my ass because, you know, I'm poor and I'm from a fucking poor part of the state. Yeah, for sure. And I guess I, I just like I'm fine with like, I guess largely because I do engage with this in isolation so much. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you might you might think that's not the case because I throw shows and I play in bands and shit. But like, I mean, truly, like, uh, I'm more social than 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 Nate, and like, I interact with the internet to the extent that I like promote things that I sell and and do and create and stuff. But like, I, largely, how I enjoy this stuff is either in total isolation or with a very small insular group of friends that has remained virtually unchanged for like well over a decade. So like. I don't care if like a social scene is impenetrable or even repellent. Like literally if the music that they're putting out is good, 
then I don't fucking give a shit. <laughs> like I'll right. buy, I will buy the records because I don't want to be their friends. I don't need to be their friends. I don't need to be accepted by them. I don't need them to think my band is cool. I don't need them to show up to the shows that I'm booking. I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like we will be dust on the fucking asshole of the earth in a short period of time. I just want to enjoy good records and the records yeah. that this scene puts out are fucking consistently some of the best coming out of the contemporary punk scene, period. The, the 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 list of names that uh, I couldn't give two shits about what they actually think about me um, is you know a fucking mile high, yeah, right? Yeah. And Mark Winter's name is on that for sure, man. Um, I, I don't but, I don't uh, care if this but, dude wants me to kill myself. His records are right, still fucking great, right, you know. As long as you as long as you put out some shit like this, that's pretty cool, man. <laughs> I don't really care what else, you know. Like I don't need him to be my buddy. And here's another thing, Mark it guaranteed you will never hear about mark winter fucking a kid <laughs> yo for sure man that doesn't mean he doesn't do it i'm just saying you never hear <laughs> you'll, about you'll it. never hear about it right <laughs> he'll just rot away quietly in a cell um but uh but we'll still have these records to cherish so yeah man i i won't uh i won't go on about it or dick ride this scene anymore because like i said i get it if you find these people to be off-putting assholes or false or posers or tourists whatever but uh if that's the case, they're tourists making music that's 10 times as good as uh, most of the lifers I know. And that's, uh, yeah. that's you know, that's enough points in their fucking column for me to keep buying these records until they stop making them. So, yeah, for real, though, it would be pretty cool to be his friend and like, you know, <laughs> be able to hang out with him. And stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cool. I, I hope he I hope he calls us up and lets us be in a band with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, Mark, will you let us hang out with you being your man? <laughs> So uh, next up, we have got um, Sentient. No, wait, what is this? Uh, oh, okay. The la- last last agony. agony on Sentient Ruin, the label. Sentient Ruin, Sentient Ruin Laboratories out of Oakland. Uh, the record is The Imminent Slaughter. This was sent in by Zach Honeycutt. He said that he likes this so much that he doesn't want to ruin it by saying anything about it. So I, I've, got no, okay. I've got no context for, for what this is other than that it's clearly metal. Um, and, uh, looks like the title track is also the first, first track. So, uh, we'll just jump, jump right in. So we're going to listen to the imminent slaughter off of the record of the same name by last agony.
Okay, so we just heard the imminent slaughter off of the record of the same name by the la- by the band Last Agony. Um, that sounded exactly how it looked, uh, which is good. I liked uh, I liked that a lot, and um, I gotta say, I've kind of mentioned this before, but I'm really psyched on the the present cultural renaissance that uh, like international hardcore and the, the international hardcore and metal pantheon is currently experiencing. There's like a massive wave of bands that are, are pulling from like Finnish and Japanese and like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like all of sure. these like classic international influences that have been celebrated in like little niche scenes throughout the, the course of the last 30 years. But um, I'm seeing a lot of these bands catch a lot more, um, just sort of like broad traction um and it's cool to see because uh, a lot of the bands that are that are coming out of this current wave of that um are really really good and i think this is no exception that was that was super solid yeah i like this i like this just fine i have found now that i am have officially crossed crossed the threshold of feeling a little tired Hmm. and i don't think it's because of the music i think it's just because i've been up for a long time and i had a long day at work yeah um so i like this just fine i'm not going to expend precious uh precious energy uh basically you know reiterating what you just said <laughs> i like yo i like the idea of like uh of conserving like your energy banks like in case we get something that you feel like you've really got to weigh in right i've yeah. got to keep i've got to keep my i'm waiting for my i'm waiting for a, i'm just putting it like a little bit in the background to just let the batteries recharge a little bit to let those carbs from the pasta i got get you know yeah. Uh, run through the mitochondria, so to speak, right. and uh, get a little more energy in me. It'll come. But I'll get my second win. I mean, what a wimp! I'm only, we're only like 15 bands in, um, but uh, it's not the bands. It's just my long work day. I'm feeling pretty good, so I'm just saying I like this. I like the art. I like the music. I'll probably come back and check it. Uh, bookmarked for sure. Yep. And uh, I will revisit this. Yep. All right. Cool. Let's uh let's keep it moving then. So we, next we have a band that one yes, when I first saw the band camp, I thought they were called Weak Tees and I was like what kind of fuck fucking bullshit name is that? Uh in fact, they're called Weak Ties. Uh this was sent in by John Berg from the band The Path. It is one of his international submissions. Um this is a band from uh Germany, Beal Bielfield, I think is what mm-hmm. it, what it is the, the city they're from. Bealfield. Um, so this release is called Find a Way. Uh, evidently, they've been a band for a few years now. Uh, mm-hmm. 2016. I have never, never heard of, never heard of them in my entire life. But uh, admittedly, I'm not hyper in touch with the German hardcore scene. This for you know, real. Uh, other than a, I will point out, this is a proper length release, man. This is almost too much. Yeah, 16 fucking songs. Uh, there, there are like, uh, there's a short list of hardcore bands in history that uh ever needed to put out a release that contains 16 songs and usually it's a discography (laughs) (laughs) yeah so you know uh i'm I'm not necessarily convinced just just not based on anything that i'm seeing here but just based on pure like the odds are against you weak ties that i needed 16 songs from you but uh nonetheless we're gonna hear at least one of those 16 songs off of their record find a way um it looks like they have the title track queued up to play which is also the opening song so we're gonna listen to find a way off the lp of the same name by the band weak ties from germany
All right, so we just heard the song Find a Way off of the record of the same name by the band Weak Ties from Germany. Nate, how'd you feel about it? Uh, it was catchy. I like that. Um, yeah, that was a catchy riff. That was a fun song. I'm looking at the rest of the songs here, and there's, you know, some that are like, you know, 32 seconds and, you know, less than a minute, 39 seconds, and it says like power violence and fast core. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to hear that thrown into the mix of what we just heard. No, not at all. I want to hear a solid five to fucking eight songs of what we just heard. Yes. Yeah, for sure. I, I'm, I'm totally, that's exactly what I was going to say. Like, I don't want the fast core or power violence in the, in the nope. tags in anywhere nope. near what I just heard, honestly. Keep that tuning, keep that fucking catchy fucking guitar work. Um, and, uh, just keep it fun. Right. Yeah. And, uh, I'm happy with it for sure. And and uh, and honestly, that's like the the most and the best that I can say uh, about this was that it was like yeah, it was definitively catchy, fun for sure, uh, a blast to see in a basement. Um, you know, I I want a seven inch like you of that. I want a seven inch of, of that material. Five to five to seven songs will will sit just right with me if you're if you're writing stuff in that lane. Um, it, it occupies a space that you know, is, uh, is very much in my, in my purview, in my wheelhouse. But, uh, as we've mentioned many times, it's, uh, it's also a space that is hyper crowded right now. And there are a lot of bands that are, are really excelling at this forum. This, uh, this didn't do enough for me to, to really like stand out from the pack. Uh, Oh yeah. It definitely wasn't like an absolute buy it now banger, but if I saw this band in a basement, uh that's one of the best bands I saw that night. For sure. Yeah, exactly. That's, yeah, that's my sentiment. Exactly. Like this is, uh, this is not standing out from the pack for me, but like I, I have no, no beef with it at all. Like it's definitely good. It's definitely catchy blast to see in a basement that's really all I could say about it. It's, uh, it's, it's, it will be a, um, it will be a solid also ran of this time period of this particular form of like catchy mid-tempo hardcore, you know? Yeah. And I just, I don't know. I, I kind of don't want to, I don't want to be disappointed when I hear the fast stuff. Right. Like I don't want, I don't want to hear you guys do power violence. I don't want to hear you mingle that in. Just keep it fucking rocking. Keep it fucking fun and good and catchy. Yeah. No, total in total yeah, agreement. Whatever, stop my band. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so, uh, all right, cool. Let's uh, let's move on to the next one. So, the next one is Skinwalker. This was uh, this was sent in by Nathan Snitchler. Um, he described this as being death metal that is for sure in the hardcore dudes playing death metal lane um it's more in line with uh some of the some of the the maggot stomp roster he said um which some of that stuff i i like a whole lot some of it kind of misses me um but uh let's uh i don't know let's give it a chance he said that we should listen to the song a thousand lives um if we don't want any 808 bass drops in our songs um yeah well uh, honestly if you give me two songs and one of them has 808 bass drops yeah Mm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm not. No, mm. I, I, I can tell you, Nathan. If fifty percent of your output that is available has eight oh eight bass drops, mm. <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, I. You know, I, mean, I, you know, I, I, come I do not want eight oh eight bass drops in my fucking death metal. Um, so I guess we will listen to the the song without it. So we are going to hear the song "One Thousand Lives" by Skinwalker off of their EP "Licking County Death."
All right, we just heard the song 1,000 Lives by the band Skinwalker off of their two-song debut EP, Licking County Death. And I got to say, I think they actually pretty deftly avoided a lot of the more obvious uh, hallmarks of the hardcore kids playing death metal death metal thing until they hit... Until a minute 30. Yeah, until a minute 30 when they hit that like groovy like pseudo beatdown part and i was like ah okay there it is there's the telltale sign of of uh some passers through <laughs> you know what i mean yeah yeah yep. until they hit a minute 30 and when they hit a minute 30 i was like mm, okay there it is <laughs> yeah. um i uh i noticed in the picture that uh, at least two of the gentlemen i think this is the members of the band yes um that uh one of them is wearing a uh, gate creeper t-shirt sure with the uh, artwork from the, the most recent EP, Unexpected Reality. Uh-huh. That seems about right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And that seems about Gate right. Creeper's a good band, but they're very much like a, they're very much like a, a, they're a gateway death metal band for a lot of kids right now, for sure. Yeah. You know so I mean? That seems about right. I mean, that's, that's my most obvious comparison. Um, I'm not going to really pull, I mean, fine, whatever you want to throw a bolt throw in there. Fine. You know, I guess in the guitar tone, maybe. Right. Sure. Um, but uh, who cares? Whatever. It's, gate creeper yeah and I, there's I, I other than that really like i said that telltale moment where i was like okay yeah you, you made it very obvious right here um you know the death metal was fine it was passable passable sure. passable middling uh you know, death metal of a variety that I, that I typically get down with. Um, again, I mean, like what we were just talking about, this is a, this is a saturated fucking space to exist in right at this moment. And that's cool. I mean, it hasn't been a saturated space for a long while. And as much as a lot of old heads are bemoaning all the posers coming in and starting bands, a lot of the bands are really fucking good. And I will take solid old school death metal records being made, uh, in my lifetime over not having them made in my lifetime. That's fucking cool man um yeah some of them are going to be shit some of them are going to be kind of middling like this and that's totally fine too uh i won't remember this in in a couple weeks but no big deal it's a lot better than a lot of shit that we hear on the show you know what i'm saying for sure absolutely um so yeah i got no real beef with this this does seem like a couple dudes who are maybe trying their hand at death metal for uh for the first time and uh there are a few things that uh that that kind of stand out about that but all in all a solid first effort not sticking with me yet but uh but i you know i'd return i'd return to this band if they offered up another ep you know six months down the line and uh and see how they've progressed for sure i'd check it out yep um, all right, so next up we have Dead City with Fuck the Ops. This is uh, this is a band whose name I have seen a whole lot lately. Oh boy! Because uh, this this was also submitted by uh, John Fett, who said not to that this does not at all sound like what the art uh, makes you think it'll sound like. So okay, that's why I said oh boy. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. So so I've seen this band a bunch lately because I think they were the band that. organized and also played at like the most this the recent huge la uh outdoor punk show punk and hardcore show that like the cops went and tried to break break up right it was like this band and section hate and like a couple other bands um so this is i i I didn't watch any of the footage of of their set so i have no idea what they sound like but the song the song links and john telling me that this doesn't sound like you would expect it to sound lends me to believe this is probably going to be a lot more 
punk than we would expect. And I think I think the artwork is just uh, representative of the fact that I think a lot of these dudes come from sort of like um, the long tradition of like the crossover between like L.A. hardcore punk and like Chicano and like yeah. that culture. You know what I'm saying? I, I was going to say, because I'm looking at the artwork and I really don't know. I, 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 I know what I think I should be expecting. Right. right. But right, obviously um, I, I don't find anything cool or threatening about women with clown makeup on. <laughs> um, I don't find anything particularly cool about it, but I do find it threatening insofar as like uh, the dude with that tattoo on him in a certain neighborhood would probably stab me. You know what I'm saying? Sure, sure. <laughs> right. But but her and of herself, right? right? Yeah, sure. I mean, you know, it's just something I don't get. It's a cultural thing I don't get, I guess. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, and I will say that the uh, raging... Uh, the raging faux hawked fucking punk in his studded vest. Yeah. There is literally no, uh, uh, there is, there is not a less threatening look on the planet <laughs> than a fucking like, you know, punk with a bandana on his face and like a studded up jacket. Yeah, most definitely. Agreed. That is the, that is the least threatening thing you could expect <laughs> to see. If you're walking down a dark alley and you see somebody walking towards you that looks like that, everything's going to be just <laughs> Right. Yeah. For this sure. is this is not a fucking eighties movie about like thrashers and ragers and like satanic panic or anything like that. Yeah. If you see that if you see a person wearing an A cab patch on their studded up jacket with a DRI thrash uh patch, uh-huh. everything's gonna be just fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. So uh all right, let's jump into it. So uh we'll just play the the first song, which is what they have queued up to play. So we're gonna listen to URI by Dead City off of their release, Fuck the Ops. All right, so we just heard the song URI by Dead City off of their what appears to be debut release, Fuck the Ops. Um, and that was just, uh, that was very, it was very my first punk band, mid, uh, middle industry. So that was the exact same thing I was going to say. I was like, that is, that is 
basement fun zone, my first punk band. Like yeah. that is uh, fine, right? And now that said, the second song came on, Jimothy. Uh-huh. Maybe a little catchy or whatever, but yeah, this is very much uh, is fine, right? Sure. It, I, but, I mean, I guess it did defy my expectations in 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 the sense that yeah, yeah, this doesn't sound like what I would think it would sound like looking at that cover art. But um, on the same token, it 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 also doesn't. It doesn't impress, you know what I'm saying? So right. if this was real, if this was both very different and very good, then sick. But as it stands, uh, yeah, I mean, this is this is literally just like I, I don't I don't see this band. Um, they, well, I'll say this. Actually, I was going to say I don't see this band like you know going on to having a a long and storied legacy and history. But with bands like this, it's either usually like they're a flash in the pan. They have one release, they break up after a summer, or they remain a band that nobody listens to for thirty years. You know what I'm saying? Um, right, so- right. And then gets and then gets rediscovered thirty years later <laughs> and fucking re re releases like some ultra important fucking band from you know whatever. <laughs> right. Like if this. This were if this were a band that if this recording were from 1982, sure. we'll say like if it were from uh, like uh, I don't know um, Sioux City 1982, yeah. right? This is the fucking greatest band that's ever come out of Sioux City. It's a huge, it's a super important fucking like Criterion Collection fucking reissue, yeah, or or you know release on uh, you know I don't know fucking Sorry State. <laughs> yeah, or Vice Vice does like uh Vice or there no this is more like this would like get a crazy reissue on Southern Lord and then like Vice would do like a piece where they're like interviewing like prominent uh punk adjacent pop culture figures like uh like Fred Armisen who's like oh oh yeah oh yeah Fred, I, are you, yeah Dead City oh my God I mean in Sioux City back in 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 1982 you couldn't escape them they were everywhere. He's probably like, I wish you still had the demo. It's probably worth a mint right, right. now. Right. And then like Henry Rollins is like, Dead City was the definitive band for Sioux City Hardcore in 1982, point blank. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> yep. And they're like yeah. hitting you with like, you're seeing ads for it all over your social media links. And you're like, who the fuck is Dead City? Should I, am I an idiot for not knowing about this? I actually, I can tell you why I, this is so emblazoned in my brain because I just recently saw this happen for uh, one of fucking Duff McKagan's old bands prior, oh, sure. prior to the farts. And it's like a very short-lived punk band that was like Seattle-based, and it was the it was like ex- that exact phenomenon where they were like, "Oh my god, dude, I can't even remember the name," but it was like, "Oh, this band, oh, yeah, dude, everybody who was in that room that night, they started punk bands after that." You know what I mean? And it right, was, right, right. It was some fucking like pop culture rock star dude. You know what I'm saying? It was fucking. Right. It was Pat Smear or something being like, "Oh yeah, man, we loved we loved Duff's band." Uh, so <laughs> right. that that right. that would be that would be this for sure yeah for sure <laughs> this sounded exactly like the drawing of the punk on the art <laughs> yeah yes exactly yeah for sure if the if the art were just that punk then i would say the art and uh and the music were in actual perfect cohesion so right um all right let's uh let's keep it moving so next up we have got arms reach with fuel to my hate this is a band from phoenix arizona 
and uh, it was sent our way by Jeff Moore. Uh, listeners, eagle, eagle-eared, <laughs> I was going to say eagle-eyed, but I guess uh, perceptive listeners will remember Jeff from sharing uh, a dark and deeply personal story with a listener of thousands once on after, our show. After three attempts. <laughs> after three attempts. He had, to, he had to dig up those fucking memories three times. <laughs> That's right. Just to- Just for our own yeah, amusement. Right. And then for us to go, huh, well, that sounds like it sucks, huh? <laughs> Yeah, for sure. So he sent this our way. Um, I, I I can't remember what the fuck he said about it. I guess let's just let the music speak for itself. Um, they have their second song on here queued up to play so we can listen to that. So we're going to hear a bad reputation by arms reach off of their EP fuel to my hate. Well, I think it means something to you because you wrote a whole ass song about it. Um, yeah. <laughs> it seems like you're kind of pressed about it, man. Um, look, if it's uh, I, I'm just a bit of friendly advice to somebody who's also been not well-liked during different periods of my life, um, you know, if it's following you around, if 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 sort of every every social situation that you find yourself in, every everybody's pointing the finger at you, it might be try, time to, to turn the lens inward, do some self-examination. It might, it, it might be you, right? You meet an asshole, that's an asshole. Yeah. But uh, if everyone you meet is an asshole, it's probably you. <laughs> it, might, it might be you. Um, so musically, uh, again, um, 
you know, pretty, pretty, pretty middling. Um, this is, uh, it was, it was fine. Uh, production was decent enough. Vocal delivery was actually pretty solid. Um, but, uh, overall kind of boring. I mean, not, not really my lane kind of rocking. I do actually now recall that Jeff said that, uh, this had notes of like more like straight up rock shit than like proto metal stuff like motorhead and and whatnot and yeah i mean i can hear that in there there was like a solo the riffs were a little rockier but uh not of the variety that uh i typically enjoy in my in my hardcore this just wasn't like a a solid synthesis of that typically if if i'm if i'm hearing like motorhead via hardcore or venom via hardcore i want it in like dirty like kind of dis rocker influenced hardcore stuff and, and this is not really that um it was fine you know what i mean again i think this is this is very much like this is uh this is a local band to you and it's like very specific to your scene you go see them you go off you have a good time but like it it doesn't it doesn't hold a lot of appeal for me how'd you feel about it i thought it was pretty fun i so i i I am acknowledging that i'm reaching a point we're almost four hours in where um you're gonna have to be pretty fucking good for me to like perk up sure yeah um kind of you know i'm just kind of hitting that that point um so I like this just fine. Um, I thought it was pretty fun. I thought it was catchy. I would like to see this live, but uh, I'm not, it's, it's just not, uh, it's not, um, I'm not itching to buy it. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. It sounds, it sounds good. I like the art and the cover. Yeah. Um, it's a good looking package. Hey, by the way, there's some art there. They're burning down a saguaro. Don't do that. Don't be a fucking redneck. <laughs> um, that's illegal in Arizona, as I'm sure you know, as an Arizona resident. Um, it's also like a keystone species for the, you know, systems that it grows in. Yeah. Um, if you do that, you're, you're a complete fucking cunt. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, by and large, I thought this was, this was, this was just fine. Yeah. I like the look of these guys. There's some fucking beef in this band. <laughs> There's some beef um, in there. Yeah. I'm always happy to see some beefy boys in a band <laughs> instead of just skinny little wimps. Right. Yeah. Um, as long as they're not, you know, trying to look like they're anything more than just fat beefy boys. Sure. Um, so yeah, I thought this was just fine. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Um, please don't hurt the Saguaros. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, I think we're I think we're pretty much in concurrence. I I I didn't uh, I didn't mind this at all. You might have liked it a little bit more than I did. Um, I was I was pretty checked out on it, but uh, but I, I certainly got no beef with it at all. I thought it was uh, I thought it was just fine. Um, so last up in this particular little block of tin that we've set aside, uh, we've got a band from California called Orut. This was sent in by, uh, Will Neal. Will had a whole lot to say about it, but Will, that's our fucking job. Um, actually what he, what he did mention about it was that, uh, he said that he he felt as if there were some rough edges that that needed to be sanded down a little bit and that he doesn't, he can't in good conscience, um, back the entire release because he said it, it's kind of up and down for him, but that the songs that he likes on here, he, uh, he really likes and, uh, he finds himself revisiting them. So, um, I think the song that he specifically suggested is waiting for you. Um, so we can listen to that one. Uh, this is uh, a band playing music in, uh, in the post-punk world, which I think is clear from their aesthetic. Um, he also said the songs are mostly sung in Urdu. So, okay. uh, so that's cool. Um, so we are going to listen to the song Waiting for You by the band Oret off of their record Zahir or Zahir, Zahir. Uh, I don't know. I'm an idiot.
All right, we just heard the song Waiting for You by Orat off of their record Zahir or Zahir. I'm not sure how to pronounce that. Um, so, uh, yeah, this was this was really, really solid. Will seems to indicate that uh, the entire record does not have that degree of uh, consistent quality, but this certainly piqued my interest enough to listen to the rest of it and, and uh, find out on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, obvious analogs to like early Susie and the Banshees. Yep. Um, also at moments reminiscent of uh, an Austrian cold wave band from the early eighties called malaria, who, if you like really sparse, minimal cold wave stuff, like that definitely airs on the, on the minimal and dark end of the spectrum. Definitely check out malaria. Super, super fucking good stuff. That is very, very uh, underrepresented. In, in the current discussion about 
post-punk and goth. Um, also a whole lot of like faith and 17 seconds era cure energy in this too, especially in the, in the drum sounds, um, the guitar sound on this. Yeah, this was, this was really good, man. I mean, this is certainly post-punk goth of, uh, of the variety that is more popular right now. Um, and, uh, you know, like with a lot of stuff that we talk about on the show, uh, that's having like a resurgence presently, it's, it's kind of at a saturation point where you got to be a band that really stands out for me to remember it. Um, and based on the strength of that song, I would say that this definitely qualifies for me. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm for sure scoping the rest of this record. That was really good. Yeah. I enjoyed this. Um, obviously the Suzy Sue stood out to me i'm not as familiar with some of the other bands as you but i don't tr- keep track as much of that shit as you do right um yeah i like this uh I'll probably check out the rest it was recently pointed out to me in conversation with somebody asking do we try to make, set it up so that you sound like the smart one and i'm the stupid one <laughs> um, i don't think it comes off that way at all honestly well that's that's how it was put to me and i was like yeah i think so it's just how it comes off so we'll just leave it at that you sounded smart and i sounded stupid and we both kind of like that <laughs> I think I think it uh I, I think it probably largely depends on the topic at hand too, you know. Yeah. I mean? Um yeah. but uh yeah, yeah, I thought that was I thought that was very, very good. Thanks to Will for sending that over. That uh that is post punk of a variety that uh, pretty much always appeals to me. So um so that uh that is all ten for this episode. That is ten, yeah. We we clocked in at a little bit shorter time on uh on this segment, but uh nonetheless, like an we hour. We didn't have as much rambling in the beginning. Yeah, exactly. Right. And I, I we didn't talk about our, our, our love of racist music. <laughs> right. Yeah, for sure. So I, I imagine like an hour and a half is is probably like uh it's probably a healthy mark for where, where these will be moving forward. Um yeah. since we, we get the preamble out of the way on the first on the first installment so um unless you know unless we we get something that either really just uh kicks up our ire or that uh we feel like heaping you know minute after minute of praise upon this is this is probably standard for the for the rest of the episodes how many are there going to be who knows certainly not enough to to tackle um even uh, more than a fraction of what is in our back catalog i think um I, I certainly underestimated how much stuff we actually had. So, so you, you've said that now. And uh, how much of it is over a year old? Oh. Because that's a hard cut. Well, it's only a, it's only a hard cut if uh, – I mean, it was none of it was submitted at such a time that it would be over a year old. You know, that doesn't matter. Is it? Is it? We have to draw a line somewhere. Um, I don't. I don't think any of it is more than a, over like a month and a year old at the very at the very like the outside latest. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so I don't think that there's really going to be stuff that's going to be qualified for for cuts, man. Okay. I think we're just going to have to, we're, you know, look, it's our show. You know what I'm saying? We're not beholden but, to no, anyone but ourselves. We, we, but we, we said this is hell week. It's not hell couple weeks. It's not hell. <laughs> we'll, we'll do this as we, as we can. It's hell week. It's meant to suck. It's meant to be uncomfortable. For sure. And now four hours into the recording, it's starting to suck. <laughs> it's only, um, it's, we're only, we're not even, we're closer to three hours than we are to four because like, ten, like 10 minutes, 10 minutes of that recording at the beginning, in terms of like content, like we're certainly four hours into like being here, but like 10 minutes of, of that content at the beginning, um, will will just be cut. It was just like us shooting the shit. So I, get, I know I'm just saying, I'm saying that, uh, you know, we've got another round of 10 to do. Yeah. 
Um, we'll see how many we get through. Uh, it's hell week though. So yeah, we got to hit it. We got to hit it again tomorrow. Yeah. Um, we got it. We got to get it done in a week and we got to get these fuckers just crammed up there. Right. Yeah. One after another. Boom, 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 boom. boom. Uh, yeah. I, no, I agree with you for sure. That's, that, so, that's the nature of the beast. It'd be nice if we could do it with minimal editing. So m- no really bad slurs. <laughs> Um, so the later it gets, the, the the higher the chances are that they come out. <laughs> you know, it'd be nice if we could get through it like that. But, uh, you know, I'm just saying. So let's do the next 10. Let's get it. Let's let's just get it get straight into it. <laughs> All right, cool. So uh, for you, this will be a cutoff point, and, uh, and we'll see you on the next one. But for us, uh, the fires of hell continue to lick at our heels. <laughs> <laughs> the flames of hardcore hell. <laughs> That's right.